We all know the nutritional period that we grew up learning about that's been debunked at this point. If you remember, it was the pyramid with grains at the bottom, then it worked up to like dairy, and it worked up through a bunch of different types of food groups, and at the top it had candy showing that that was the worst. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a nutritional pyramid that is based off of how to control your body composition, which in turn, if we can control our body composition, we're obviously going to be more healthy in the long run anyway. This isn't a, a pyramid that tells you exactly what foods to eat, um, which foods to stay away from, which foods you should eat, anything like that. This is a pyramid that puts principles at the core of your foundation, and then you can go out and create methods around these principles to be able to create a successful nutrition plan for you that's individualized to your likings, to the foods that you like to eat, to the times that you like to eat, and just all of your different preferences. If you wanna eat out, um, different things like that, where you can incorporate all of this kind of stuff into a nutritional plan and still get whatever result that we're searching for. So whether you're searching for fat loss, muscle gain, or if you're just trying to maintain your current physique. We can do that without being so worried about, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, or I have to eat this and I have to stay away from that because this one thing is bad for me. This pyramid teaches you how to look at your nutrition as a whole instead of every little key component that doesn't make that big of a difference when we're sticking to the principles. I did not make up this pyramid. This is a pyramid from Dr. Helms. Um, Eric Helms is his name. He's a, a researcher. He's another coach. Um, and he's actually got a book out on this. I read the book probably a year or two ago. If you're a coach or you're somebody that really wants to dive into nutrition and how to control your body composition for fat loss, for muscle gain, whatever it may be, I strongly suggest that you go and, and read these books. So he has, they're called the the strength and muscle pyramids. One of them, there's a nutrition version and there's a training version. I've read both numerous times and they are just extremely helpful. So if you want to really dive into the nitty gritty, I would highly recommend that you purchase those books and read them. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast as well. So these are all of his teachings. These are the things that he's gone out and he's put together. It's not anything that I have made myself, but all of the successful coaches in the space working with people are basing their guidelines with clients off of these principles and what they teach. And so it's highly... I highly recommend it. This is exactly how I work with my clients. I'm going to explain to you how I work with my clients nutritionally, why I make the decisions I make with them, and why I implement the protocols that I implement with them. Everybody's a little bit different. My more advanced trainees um, are going to obviously be a bit different than people that are just learning about nutrition and just learning about calories and energy expenditure. I have a cat in my room that's going bonkers over this little whistle thing. He keeps running back and forth. So if you're hearing like running around, this dumb cat side tangent my wife brought home a cat off of the road about six months ago i've never liked cats but this little thing has kind of grown on us and it's a part of our family now which that has nothing to do with what we're talking about but he's side he's distracting me but anyway with all of that said let's just hop right into this pyramid and help you be able to make a sustainable plan nutritionally so that you can go out and get the results that you actually want so inside of this pyramid, there are five major blocks and each block builds off of the last one. Meaning if you were to do block number two, but not pay attention to block number one, that block number two is built off of, it's not going to work. So their foundational principles, each one, each principle builds off of the last principle to make things a little bit more advanced over time. And that's what we're going to talk about. With a lot of the clients that I work with, we start out only implementing the first one to two blocks and over time as they start to get results, we start to add more and more blocks in 
to get more advanced results as we go. Ten Normally, this is for the more advanced you get is for the more advanced trainee, somebody that's looking possibly like to hop on a stage. They're a professional athlete or they're just looking for really serious results and trying to get to a really, really low body fat. But for the majority that are just trying to lose some weight, feel better, be more confident in their own skin, just sticking to the first two to three blocks for the most part is going to be just fine to get you pretty much all of the results that you want. But we're going to talk about all five blocks today and block number one is energy balance. This is just simply your caloric intake. So depending on whatever your goal is, if your goal is fat loss, weight loss, you need to lose weight, you need to be eating less calories every single day than what your body is burning. I've talked about this a lot on this podcast already, but it's just the law of thermodynamics. Regardless of what your goal is, if you want to gain weight, you have to eat more calories day in and day out than what your body burns. It doesn't matter where those that food's coming from. There's no fat loss food and there's no weight gain food. There's calories inside of those foods that can dictate your body composition over time, depending on what happens with your energy balance. But there's not one food that's going to make you fat and one food that's going to make you skinny. There's no magic or superfoods out there that can do this. It's your diet as a whole. We have to look at your energy intake, aka your calorie intake throughout what your calorie intake is consistently. If that calorie intake is more calories than what your body consistently burns, then you're going to gain weight. If your calorie intake is less calories than what your body consistently burns, you're going to lose weight. If you're eating about the same amount of calories as what your body burns, you're going to maintain weight and maintain your body composition. So that's first and foremost. You have to get out of your mind that there's good foods and there's bad foods. There's calories. And as we go through those, these blocks, you'll learn what kind of foods to be incorporating more of to make sure that you can hit your goals and sustain your goals. But at the forefront, you have to take away, so you don't need to look at dairy. Dairy's not inherently bad for you. Meat's not inherently bad for you. All of these things, take away the good versus bad and just understand your energy balance as a whole is what's going to dictate your body composition. Not the actual micro, the, the select foods that you're choosing, but those foods added up together are what dictates your body composition. Not just those foods in themselves, not sugar, not candy, whatever it may be. It's not that. It's the energy balance as a whole. And off of that, you then move on to your second building block, which is macronutrients, your, your protein, your carbs, and your fats. Your macronutrients are just subdivided calories. Your macros make up your calories. So inside of one gram of protein, there's four calories. Inside of one gram of carb, there's four calories. Inside of one gram of fat, there's nine calories. The difference in these macronutrients and why they're important is each one plays a different role inside of your body. Your protein is going to help you retain lean muscle tissue. It's going to help you build more lean muscle tissue. It's going to help keep you fuller. It digests a little bit slower. It's going to help you stay healthy as a whole more. You have to have protein in your diet to be able to live. If you took protein completely out, your body would end up shutting down at some point, which leads on to the second macronutrient, which is fat. Same thing with fat. You have to have fat in your diet to live. Think of the, the keto diet where people cut out carbs completely. You can't cut out protein or fat completely or else your body won't be able to produce the way it does and it'll end up you'll end up dying at one point. You have to have protein and you have to have fat. They're the two essentials that, that you can't get around. So fat helps um, mainly with hormone function. It's going to help all of your hormones function the way that they need to. Number three is carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are a good source of energy. So if you're 
if you train, if you're a weightlifter or you're, you do weightlifting to lose weight, things like that, having a decent amount of carbs in your diet, you're going to be able to utilize those carbs as energy the most efficiently to be able to have good training sessions, feel better overall. You're, you're going to be able to tap into those energy stores a lot faster. So just understanding that those are the, those are the three main macronutrients. There is a fourth alcohol, but I'm not going to get into that today because it's, it really doesn't apply to, to what I'm talking about. So we're just going to skip over alcohol, but protein, carbs, and fat. When I'm working with a client, the most important macronutrient arguably is protein because it's going to help you hold on to lean muscle tissue, which is going to, as you lose weight, that's going to force you to lose weight from fat stores instead of muscle stores. If we're just eating a low, low protein diet and we're in a caloric deficit, we're just going to lose weight as a whole, which we're going to take off lean tissue as well as fat tissue, which is going to make us not look as good as we get leaner. So we want to look good. We want to look good, defined and strong and toned as we lose weight. So to do that, we have to have a higher protein intake. So when I'm working with a client, first, we pay attention to their caloric intake. And second, we pay attention to their protein intake. Generally, just paying attention to those two things, I can get the first 20, even if you have a lot of weight to lose, 30, 40 pounds off without even going any higher on the scale. Just solely focusing on how many calories you're eating and how much protein you're intaking. Once that kind of starts to die off and you're not seeing progress as well, then we start to pay closer attention to your fats and to your carbs. But just naturally, if you're only paying attention to calories and you're only taking, paying attention to protein, you're still going to be eating carbs and fats. I'm just making sure that you're eating enough protein and you're staying within your calorie limit. But to get, if you start to feel like crap, then we'll take a look at your diet and we'll start to see where your carbs and your fats are at. If your fats are really, really low, you're not sleeping very well, you might be in a, in a plateau, fats are really low, you're, you have, you just don't feel good overall, then we'll look at that and we'll start to play with your fats and have you eating a certain gram in fats as well as a certain number of grams in carbs just to have more control over the diet as a whole to help push us through plateaus and, and just get things a little bit more a little bit more tedious to make sure what we're doing is perfect to keep things moving along. So understanding those three macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats. Protein is obviously most important. If you want to make your first good amount of progress, I suggest that you just start out counting calories and just start out understanding how much protein you need. Generally speaking with your protein, it varies a lot dependent on the person. But if you're a semi-heavy individual, you have quite a bit of weight to lose. I would eat somewhere close to one gram of protein per pound of lean body weight. The leaner that you get, I would start looking more at one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And that just varies um, between individual, how heavy you are. If you're, like I said, if you're leaner, you need more. If you're heavier, you need less compared to your overall body weight. So something for you to keep in mind. But from there, we jump into micronutrients, which is building block number three. So once your energy balance is intact, your macronutrients are intact, we then pay attention to your micronutrients. So that doesn't mean just because you're paying attention to your energy balance that you should get all of your calorie intake other than your protein from sugars or fast-acting carbs. Our micronutrients are going to be all of our veggies and our fruits, the, the foods that are healthy for us. Veggies, fruits, and I would include fiber in there as well as a micronutrient. With these, they're not going to directly correlate with our body composition. So with fat loss or fat gain, micronutrients don't dictate you losing fat or you gaining weight. But what they do and can dictate is your health overall. So if you're not getting enough micronutrients, you're going to be more apt to get sick. 
you might not just feel as well overall, your energy might not be as high, you're just going to run into more problems with sicknesses, your body recovering from training sessions if you don't have the correct micronutrients for that. Micronutrients can play a role in your hormonal health as well. Fats do, but so do micronutrients. So making sure that you're eating plentiful in micronutrients, getting a variety of all of your vitamins and minerals becomes a plate to your overall health, which your overall health has a role in you reaching your goal of fat loss, muscle gain, whatever that may be. So they all tie into one, but they don't directly correlate to fat loss or fat fat gain. Just because you're eating a lot of veggies doesn't mean you're going to lose fat automatically. That comes back to to building block number one, which is your energy balance and a little bit to do with macronutrients and your protein. So your micronutrients are important. We need to be aiming for one to three servings of fruits every day, as well as three to five servings of green and colorful veggies. As well as with fiber, you can get that through whole grains, different things like that. Fiber's a micronutrient that doesn't, your body doesn't absorb, it doesn't break down, so it takes longer to digest over time, which just helps with overall digestion and your health overall as well. So if you just start eating in a caloric deficit, let's say your, fat, your goal is fat loss. You start eating in a caloric deficit, you start hitting that calorie goal. If you pay no attention to your micronutrients, you're going to make progress. But over time, your body's not going to be as healthy. It's not going to have all the micronutrients that it needs. So like I said, you're going to be more apt to getting sick. You're not going to recover as well. And those things can stop you from being able to adhere to that caloric deficit because you feel like crap. You're going to be stuck in bed all day feeling like crap. So you're not going to be able to go out and pursue your goal. So like I said, it kind of cycles and they all relate to each other, but micronutrients don't directly correlate, but they do play a factor when you look at things in the macro. So those are micronutrients. You need to make sure you're getting in your veggies. You need to make sure you're, you're getting in your fruits, all of the things that are healthy for you. We need to have a, a, a well variety in our diet, but we need to make sure we're getting the staples. The staples are your proteins and the staples are your veggies and your fruits so that you're staying healthy and you're feeling good overall to be able to go out and pursue your goal. So those are the main three building blocks where I start with everybody. I always pay attention to calories. I always pay attention to protein. And then I start to include the other two macronutrients, carbs and fats when needed. And I always pay attention to micronutrients. I make sure there's a well variety in the diet with greens as well as fruits and other colorful veggies just to make sure that my client is staying healthy overall. This is what you should be worried about. You need to stay healthy overall so that you can keep pursuing your goal. So those are the main three. Building block number four, and this is getting a little bit more into the weeds, this gets a little bit more advanced, is talking about nutrient timing. So manipulating when you're taking your food in to be able to potentially have better training sessions, to sleep better, to be able to adhere to your overall nutrition as a whole better. I'm sure you've heard of intermittent fasting before, which is, this is a, a, a way of nutrient timing where we push that first meal back further in the day so that you can eat more calories later so that you're able to adhere better later on in the day because you get fuller because you'll be able to intake more calories. As well as, so if you're eating more of your carbs and your protein around your training sessions, well, that's going to be better for you overall because if you're eating a lot of carbs around your training session, you're able to have more energy for your training session. And then when you're finished with the training session, you're able to recover with more carbs from that training session 
better as well, including your protein. If you're eating your protein around your training session, it's just better for you overall. Your body needs that protein to start rebuilding to get you back to where you were. Now, do you have to eat it? There's this anabolic window that people talk about that you need to eat enough protein right after your training session to get the best results possible. Now, this is not a confusing topic, but there's more that goes into it than just thinking of, of it that way. You have to remember that protein breaks down slowly. You digest protein slowly. So let's say you ate protein an hour before your training session. You had 30, 40 grams of protein before in a pre-workout meal. Right after that training session, is it going to be super important for you to get in more protein to be able to repair those muscles? Chances are your body is still digesting and breaking down the protein that you had before the training session. So it's going to be able to take advantage of that pre-workout meal post-workout. So just understanding that, that you don't need it right after is just something to be aware of. Now you can get some in right after and it's going to be a little bit of an insurance policy, but that's what nutrient timing is, is playing with your nutrients to put them in to where you can get results. It's just a way to up-level your results to make sure everything is locked in perfectly so that you're leaving no chances or nothing on the table when it comes to making progress. Is it the most important thing in the world? No, you're going to make progress by just paying attention to your calories and to your macronutrients. That's going to get you pushing the needle. These other things are just the minutia that can make those results possibly a little bit better. But if they're going to you have to look at it like this, if you're so worried about eating the perfect things before a workout and right after workout, how much more stress is that adding to your day? And let's say that you aren't able to stick to it perfectly. Let's say it stresses you out. You're not able to stick to that pre-workout meal, get in a good amount of carbs and a good amount of protein pre-workout. If that stops you from actually working out, well, what's the most important thing is working out. So if taking these more advanced approaches actually stalls you and, and cripples you, then it's not as important to worry about the advanced things and just worry about building blocks one and two are, is going to be what's most important for you to get to where you're going. So I don't implement these nutrient timings very often with, with really any of my clients. Again, unless it's somebody that's a professional athlete that needs to be right on top of their energy. If they need a certain amount of energy through the day to be right on top of what they're doing to perform their absolute best, then we'll pay attention to it. If somebody's stepping on a stage and they need to have the absolute best workouts, everything needs to be right on point, then we'll pay attention to nutrient timing and things that that are going to take up a lot more of your energy to have to focus on that's going to make the plan much harder to stick to. But if you're just a, a gen pop type person that needs to lose some weight or is looking to put on a bit of muscle, paying attention to your calories and your macronutrients is going to get the needle moving and get you making progress. Then if you fall in love with the process, then we can start adding these more advanced approaches because it doesn't feel like work. They're things that excite you. These little minutias shouldn't be things that are stressful. They should be things that excite you because you want that little bit more progress. But first we have to build the habits, which takes us to the last building block, which is number five. So once you have your energy balance intact, which is block number one, you have your macronutrients intact, block number two, you have your micronutrients intact, block number three, and you have your nutrient timing intact, Then we, which is block number four. Then we have block number five which is supplements. What I see a lot of people do is place supplements at block number one. Before they go to the gym, before they start their diet or anything, they start with supplements because they think that's what's going to push the needle. Supplements aren't going to do a thing for you. Now, can they be beneficial? Absolutely. After we look at your diet as a whole, we can see 
what you might be missing out on and supplement with that. So let's say you're not getting in much fish or avocados or nuts inside of your diet to get those healthy fats. If you're not getting them there, we can add in fish oils as a supplement to make sure you're getting in the healthy fats. That way you're supplementing them instead of getting them through your actual diet. Or let's say you're having a really hard time getting in your your protein for the day. Let's say you just can't hit that protein goal. Let's say you're trying to eat close to one gram per pound of body weight. It's a, You're having a hard time doing it. Well, to make that a lot easier, why don't we just supplement with a protein powder. Have you hit a protein shake that's got two scoops of protein at 60 grams of protein and wham, you, you hit your protein goal for the day, which makes that super easy. But first, we have to understand why you need to supplement with what you're supplementing with. Just going out and buying supplements and using them without understanding these four other blocks first and how they apply to you, you're basically just wasting your money. So going out and buying fat burners or buying detoxes, all of these random things aren't going to move the needle for you in any way until we have these other four building blocks in place first. Then we can supplement to put in the missing links that you're not getting through your diet as a whole. And again, I find people mess up with this all the time. The supplements that I think that most people could benefit from, I think a fish oil because I don't think most people get in the healthy fats that they, th that they should, as well as a protein powder comes in handy. A pre-workout can come in handy. Um, pre before your workout so you have sufficient energy to get through your workout as well as creatine. There's just a ton of research done on creatine on how it helps retain lean muscle. It helps you get stronger to be able to build more lean, lean tissue over time. Those are the four supplements that I recommend to most people that I work with. But then from there, let's say you're not able, let's say veggies or fruits, maybe you're allergic to them or they just don't respond well in your body. Let's say you eat broccoli and you just don't respond very well to it or something rich in vitamin C. If that's the case, well, then we can supplement with whatever that is to make sure that you're getting it in. Let's say if we need to supplement with vitamin C, we can supplement with vitamin C. Let's say you live somewhere where it's, it's dark. You don't get much sunlight. Let's say you're inside all day and you, after work, you just go home. You're not out in the sun at all. Well, then we can supplement with vitamin D to help you get that into your life to make you be able to benefit from it. But we don't need to go out and supplement with anything until we understand that we're low on it and we need to supplement with it. What people do, like I said, is they start out their health journey by going and getting supplements and then working everything else around the supplements instead of making the supplements work around the actual building blocks that are going to make a difference inside of their body composition in the long haul. And that, my friends, builds the entire pyramid. Again, I did not come up with this. People much smarter than me made this pyramid. This is just what we follow to get people the best results possible. Again, it's not about the exact food choices. There's no food that makes you fat. There's no food that makes you skinny. It's your diet as a whole. You need to be intaking the right amount of energy, aka calories. You need to be getting in enough protein. Once you start to hit a, a plateau in those two, then we can start paying attention to fats and carbs. We need to be make sure we're eating, getting in a sufficient amount of micronutrients for overall health our vitamins, our minerals. We need to be eating a healthy diet for the most part. That doesn't mean we can't include some fun foods. You can still include your sugary foods. You can still include bread. You can still include dairy. All of these things, as long as they don't negatively impact you when you eat them, they're fine to eat given you are able to hit your energy intake and stay within your, your protein goal. As long as you're doing that, you're going to make progress. 
what people do is they want to make this whole thing complicated. People want to complicate the process to be able to sell you their idea of what's going to work. What I'm passionate about is teaching people how it actually works so that you can go out and create a plan that's going to work for you because you can get results following somebody else's ideology, but chances are it's not individualized to your liking. So in the long term, if it's not something that you see yourself following in a year, two years or three years, well, what's the point of going out and getting working hard at it now to not re enjoy the results of it later? That's the whole point of this fitness thing is to be able to enjoy the results for the long haul. And by following this sort of a pyramid that doesn't tell you what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, it just gives you the principles that's going to dictate your body composition and you can fill in the methods. Well, then we can create something that's individualized for you with the foods that you like to eat, with the times that you like to eat them. We can supplement with what we need to supplement with to fill in the gaps that you're not getting from what you like doing. We, and then if we want to take the more advanced approach with your nutrient timing to eat smaller meals throughout the day with more protein feedings to jack protein synthesis and all these things that are a little bit more advanced, we can look at doing that. But we don't have to do all these advanced things to get the results and make the progress that we want to. We just simply need to start out with our energy intake and eating enough protein and you're going to start making progress. And then as that happens, you start to get this compound effect. Once you put in those first two little blocks to the pyramid, you start to get excited about what you're doing. It's working. So now you're excited about it and it's working. And you're doing something that, that you actually don't hate. It doesn't suck because you're eating the foods you want to. You're just having to pay attention to how much you're eating, but you don't have this over sense of restriction. So this excites you. And then maybe you want to learn about more about micronutrients. Maybe you want to understand exactly what food you should be eating every single day to get in the right micronutrient profiles to feel 100% like at the top of your game. Maybe you want to push your results a little bit further. Maybe you want to do a photo shoot, something crazy. And so then we start paying attention to your nutrient timing to get those last little bit of results to get you as lean as you want to get. Or if you want to hop on a stage, this isn't for everybody and I don't recommend it for everybody, but maybe it pushes you to that point to start paying more attention to your nutrient timing, to spreading out your meals, to, to getting in the right foods before and after your workouts to optimize your progress, things like that. But those aren't all things that have to be implemented for you just to reach a goal of weight loss. A 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 pound goal doesn't need all of that in there. You don't have to completely cut out carbs. You don't have to completely cut out sugars, all these different things. You just have to understand how your body works as a whole and then go make a game plan that you can stick to. And that's exactly what I try to do for people that I work with. And even not even if I work with you, even if you just listen to this podcast or you follow me on any of the other social medias, this is what I'm trying to teach is that fitness doesn't have to suck. Your nutrition doesn't have to suck. There's just principles that you have to abide to. There's no right or wrong in most senses. There's no, again, there's no good or bad foods. There's just principles that you have to abide to. You can fit anything you want into those principles. So long as you stick to the principles, you'll get the results that you're after. So I really hope that this helps you. Hopefully it opens your eyes. If you're somebody that's thinking about starting a diet or something going into this new year, hopefully this gives you a game plan of where to start and how to get going to start making progress. If you have questions, I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you have. My email is always linked in the description below. It's the first link. You'll see it there. You can ask questions there as well that I'll answer in one of the upcoming Q&A podcasts. 
other than that, I also have the macro starter kit that's down there that teaches you, it walks you through how, how many calories you should be eating for your individualized body and helps you figure out your protein intake as well as there's a bunch of recipe ideas in there as well. It's just a free, a free download that I give to everybody to help you get started on your journey if it's something that you would like a little bit of help with from a coach to help you dial in your numbers on where you should start. So go down there. You can download that too. It's just a free link you put in your email and it'll send directly over to you. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, if you could leave it a rating and review below, I would greatly appreciate it. I understand if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can't do that. That's just an iTunes thing. I've had some people reach out and say that they would rate it, but they're listening on Spotify. There's not a spot to rate it there. So when I say that, I'm mainly talking to the people that are talk, that are listening to this on iTunes. So if you're on iTunes listening to this, please leave me a rating and review so that more people can see the podcast. It can reach more people and I can keep making episodes. If you really enjoyed this episode and you know people would benefit from it, go ahead and screenshot it. Post it to your story. Tag me in the story and I'll repost it on my story as well because, again, I really do appreciate it. Hopefully you're all having a great day and I'll talk with you soon.